Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 39 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the show today we have FA Cup hero, the Kenny Pogue. We talk about what was a cracking win against the odds away at Chippenham. Also on the show we have Tony Rouse, who's a former chairman and now host of Whitstable Town's podcast, Belmont Banter. We face Whitstable on Tuesday and Tony talks about the latest goings on at his club and his podcast. Then we move on to our very own Motti, Rice Siegel, who gives us his exclusive match day takes as Hastings win away in the cup again as our women smash Islington to carry on our cup exploits. And finally, we have our fan roundtable, and it's a very happy one. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now over to that legend. That is Kenny Pogue. Hey, Kenny. How are you, mate? Hello, sir. Are you all right now? I'm very, yeah. I'm, I've just pulled up the work, so... Oh, yeah, well, I was worried you might have been pulled up by those um, insulate Britain wallers, like you got stuck somewhere. Oh, mate, I'd have run straight over there. Uh, <laughs> stop me. <laughs> well, I, I kind of figured that. Well, look, Kenny, uh, I mean, having King Kenny on the show again, uh, FA Cup hotshot, uh, I don't know what to... I, I'm struggling to know what to say to you, Kenny. I mean, I mean, we've got to start off with, you know, anyone that's seen the goal... I mean, you've got to known. You've got to have known that was that was in as you hit it, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it was one of the ones you sort of knew. Well, you knew it was going close anyway. Yeah, it hit and it stayed hit basically. Yeah, it wasn't a wasn't a bad goal. I don't to underdo fair, yourself, mate. It wasn't a bang. It was a cracker. <laughs> it was one of my better ones for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to be fair, though, it, it was. It, if we win in at half time one or two 0 I don't think there could have been any complaints because we had a couple of good chances in and around that box. So we didn't feel. We didn't feel like we were struggling or anything at half time, do you know what I mean? So yeah. when we come out, we, we, yeah, I, I mean, I always felt we'd score. I mean, not, not saying I thought I was going to score, but I just mean, I, I felt as a team, we, we've got goals in us, do you know what I mean? So yeah. without a doubt, I think we was, uh, we was always going to score. And yeah, that's done tremendous to just hang on. Not so much hang on, but to, obviously when you went down to 10 men, you're always going to have a couple of little moments, and yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was good. I, I was, it was so pleasing for everyone as a club as a whole. It was just a great weekend, to be fair, mate. Oh no! Oh, it, 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 look, well, and also all that stuff you've put out on that like, soapball—not not you personally, Kenny—but like the clubs put out on social media and all that of all the celebrations. And I mean, it's just—it's just top stuff. We're talking about the individual performances, like you know, obviously, like that—that that fantastic save that Louis made beginning in the second half. I mean, oh, he was unreal, wasn't he? Yeah, like, his, his kicking is just a joke, but he's <laughs> such a good. Yeah, you know everything about him. He's just—he's just a worldie. Um, I think a few people have said it. If he was a little bit teeny, I think he'd definitely be playing league football. That's how good he is. But yeah, to, I mean, to come out at half time, if that, that had gone in for them, you know what I mean? Maybe their towels would have been up, and it could have been a bit of a different game. But obviously, Lou's kept us in it. Great save, great save. I mean, to be fair, he's got no right to save that. The bloke should score, mm. but he hasn't. And then yeah, we, we've obviously tipped it on his head. Beautiful stuff. I know. Obviously, you went off, Kenny. I mean, was that was that was that a precaution or was that just? Uh, I don't know. To be fair, mate, I, probably. Obviously, I picked up a yellow, and I yeah. think that was on my case to get me sent off. As I like to think that was more the case rather than I got dragged. But you never know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like I say, it was um, it was good to see Ryan get back on anyway, and him putting the strings in midfield. And to be fair, even when we went down to ten men, we we still looked quite comfortable on the ball. And about, I don't know, it's just one of them days that you just, I just didn't feel like we was going to lose, which is quite a good feeling when you think you're going away to 
a four-hour trip to a conference outside who are doing yeah. well in their league, and we rock up and there's just no fear whatsoever. I mean, Gary Elphick made a great um, team talk before the game, mm. and Aggie did to be fair. Uh, and I just got uh, even when I come out. I mean, I didn't even know I was starting. Um, until literally five minutes before kickoff. What was they, that about? Had someone had someone got a knock, or was it that Aggie fans yeah, getting Dave you out Goyne there? Went in, Dave's going went in the um, in the warm up, so it was like a little, literally five minutes before kickoff. But even then, like even when I wasn't starting, I come out of there like ready for a war. Like, I was ready for a fight. Like just the way they get you pumped up. And, yeah. Uh, what, how they get you going? Do you know what I mean? It was just, I mean, even with the rain, just in other occasion, the FA Cup, it, it, it's just one of them. I put a good buzz about it, and I yeah. just won them situations. I thought, what am I going to do on a Saturday when this is all over? Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you got to grab it with both hands and enjoy it. And, God. Um, Special, luckily, memories, yeah, got, Special memories, mate. Special memories. Yeah, exactly that. So I, I mean, it's unfortunate, Dave. Don't get me wrong, but like Aggie said, is everything happens for a reason, and there's an opportunity arising. Luckily, uh, yeah, I got a start and got a goal. Yeah, I mean. Just to fill us, I mean, as much as you can, uh, Kenny. I mean, what was that dressing room like when you got in at full time? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was decent to be fair. Yeah. Um, even on the way home, I mean, we obviously we had a four-hour journey. We had a couple of couple of cans on a coach, yeah. shall we say? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I say, it's 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 not just that; it's actually the the way everyone gets on. You know? It, yeah. It's, it's kind of unheard of. It's just such a good dressing room to be around. And yeah, to, to be able to go out and, and perform the way we did. Because, I mean, let's not forget, we didn't nick a 1-0 win. We, I felt like we were the better side. Like, we, we, we played well. Chippenham coach said that on their video, didn't he? He, he said that, that, that our boys, as, it, as you new lads, you deserve to win. So, oh, of course, you know. yeah. Um, I, don't, like, I don't know if that's a case of just them being shit or us being so good. Or do you know what I mean? A bit of both, but I, I don't really, I don't see how they, anyone watching it can see that chipping and wrong lucky or anything like that. Cause I think mm. on the balance of play and chances and and so forth, I think we were the better side. But yeah, like I say, to be able to do it with these with these lads is it's unreal. Um, even the younger lads, to be fair, they're all they're all chipping with their little bit um, TCs and that. They're all great, great lads. Um, and yeah, just just a great day out for everyone, really, mate. Um, yeah. Staff included. I mean, like I say. Aggie, Brownie, Pete, fucking all of them. Like every, all of them are just, everyone's just top notch. It's, it's just a great, um, it's a great time and great period to be around the club. Tonight. Yeah, isn't it? Bloody hell. I mean, uh, are, you, are you hoping for in the next round? Anyone? To be honest, it'd be nice to get a big team and away another day out. But then, uh, then Peter asks you, and you think, would you prefer to get someone a bit lower down the pyramid to give you more of a chance for the next round? But I don't think we, I don't think we're looking at it too much and worried too much of, how it goes, because um, again, like at any time we come up against a, a bigger side, shall we say, or Conference South, I, I think we've always done the credit to ourselves in the club. Mm. Um, we haven't ever been battered or beat off the park or anything. We've actually played really well. So, you know, I, I don't think we're actually worried about who we get. I mean, in a couple of big teams, obviously, like the South Ends and the Wrexhams and that, that's in the National Leagues. A few, a few of the big boys like that would be probably nice for an away day and stuff but yeah I don't know I, I, I'm not really too fussed mate I'm sure everyone will be watching us as a lot of clubs will be I'm just waiting to see what we get but yeah I'm not really worried about it mate to be honest oh well, anyway look, as as ever you're stepping in and you, you know like you're showing you, you've got it yeah you've still got it I mean we've been out I mean we've got some big games coming up in the league as well I mean I bet you can't wait can you fella 
Yeah, I mean, like I say, obviously, I'm not guaranteed to start. We've got um, get out of it, mate. You're in, mate. You're in. We've got, yeah, we've got quality all around the team, you know. So, um, yeah, look, if, if I can start, obviously, great. I mean, I'd love to play as, as much as I can, do do what I can. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, that's down to Aggie to decide. Hopefully, yeah, when I do get a chance, I'll um, I'll just contribute with goals and and performances. And yeah, I mean, then it's down to me to grab it with both hands. But I like to say, mate, there's, there's quality everywhere all over the no, pitch. there is. Um, Position-wise, I mean, you only got to look at the bench on Saturday like, to see the names that were sitting there. You know, unfortunately, we can't get the Dorsey fully fit at minute because when that kid's fit, Jesus Christ, he's frightening. Yeah. Is, he still, yeah, you know, is he still struggling with that knock that he's picked up a little while ago? Or? Yeah, I think like he's so determined to get back. It's one of them ones, just got to like, play him and nurture him in the right ways. But yeah, like I say, ability-wise, he's frightening and he, he could quite easily play two, three leagues above. Um, um, but that says not, again, it says a lot about Aggie and the boys because players like that are enjoying playing with us and at this at this level, albeit. But yeah, I mean, going back to the starting thing, I mean, it would be lovely to start. Don't get me wrong, and continue maybe get a few more goals. But yeah, we just have to wait and see and see, see how it goes. But yeah, looking forward to the next few weeks, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you're knocking on that door, mate. You're getting on and you're scoring goals, mate. I think. Yeah, Aggie's... I mean, like, like I say, obviously. As long as I'm performing okay and yeah. and still contributing, and then I suppose it keeps a few boxes ticked. But obviously, I can't just think I scored Saturday. That's it. Like <laughs> job's done. So I've got to stay uh, stay on my game. And, yeah. Um, like I say hopefully I can uh, start some games and, and get some goals. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, just to finish it off. I mean, any any words about the the supporters, the lost supporters that were down oh, there? Mate, honestly, yeah. To be fair, for them to travel that far away and out sing the other. The, well, so-called home side, which we'll see a little stat. Didn't they say it was 340 people there? Yeah. Okay, now, was that just Aces, Bob? Yeah, that's all... that... unbelievable, mate. You'd think... I couldn't, oh, yeah, I couldn't quite understand what um, how they see that, but, yeah, to be honest, I mean, Aces has always been known for its support. Um, it's always been brilliant, but I think the last sort of couple of seasons, it just seems to be creeping up more and more and more. And like you say, to, for them to travel and, that, that far away just to come support us um, it don't go unnoticed you know and the, the lads appreciate it a lot um, as, as to, to the staff and it does it does believe it or not it gives you that extra extra bit I heard Aggie say Saturday the other day like they, they literally suck the ball in there mm. and it, it is quite like that They like when you've got them cheering and roaring behind the goal it, you, you, you want to do it for them as much as them as you do your own team but yeah um, yeah just a massive thanks for all the lads really like to it don't go unnoticed there's a lot of, lot of away support all the time so um, yeah it's just for me and the lads so I'd really like to say thanks for that yeah yeah. well I mean just one last thing uh, got, I've got to ask is this is, is this our year? oh it's got to be isn't it? yeah. I mean it's, you know it's, it's it's unfortunate because a few of us are getting older <laughs> there's, there's no denying that so it would have been nice to maybe have done it a bit earlier to maybe carry on I don't know who knows I mean who knows what's going to happen next year um, so I think for a lot of us yeah, is a is a must, and I think everyone's on board. And I think also the frightening thing is as well, we haven't really got to where we want to be. If mm. That makes sense. We're, we're still in the process and, and still getting to where we want to be. Um, yeah. We're not a million miles from it. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's a lot more to come from us. And sooner or later, someone's going to get a fucking idea. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, that's going to just kickstart it all. And I, I think we'll we'll be hard to beat. Yeah, like with, with the plan and the, the process we've got and the quality that we've got on the pitch, it's down to us, really. Um, if we perform how we should and how we've been set out to, then 
I think we should be right, mate, yeah. Yeah. Well well King Kenny in Aggie we trust, mate. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. As as ever, Kenny, an absolute pleasure talking to you, mate. And um Yeah, no worries, mate. No worries. See you see you Saturday. Yeah, 100% mate, take care. Yeah, yeah you take care, Kenny. And now over to Belmont Banter's host, Tony Rouse. Okay, well, it gives me great pleasure to talk to Tony. It is Rouse Rau- or Rouse? Uh, Rouse, you're correct. Like house, but Rouse. Rouse. As in with fixed bayonets? Rouse, Rouse? <laughs> no, definitely not fixed bayonets, no. <laughs> uh, Tony is uh, the host of uh, Belmont Banter. Uh, and what I wouldn't mind asking you first off, before we start talking about the lovely Whitstable town, like how did the podcast come about and, and your love for Whitstable? Um, well, my love for Whitstable first, it goes back quite a long way, um, probably about 25 years. Mm, yeah, I should think about then. Um, I'd had connections with the club many, many years before, but when I met my first my, my wife now, when I met my wife, we moved to Spain for a year or so. And when I came back, I realised how much we'd been missing it. Mm. Um, I ended up moving to uh, a house that was only about uh, a mile and a half away. And one Saturday afternoon, I was cutting the grass and a uh, big roar went up because they'd had a cup game or something. And uh, my missus said to me, you're missing that, aren't you? She said, you should get down the ground. So I did, got back in. Sounds uh, a good wife. Sounds a good yeah. wife to me. Well, to be honest, she doesn't like football. She loves gardening, but she's not mad on football. So, <laughs> but um, so I went down the ground and met one or two old faces down there. And uh, after a couple of years, I ended up joining the committee, then became press officer, and then I had uh, nearly three years as chairman, which was pretty fantastic. Oh so, wow! Okay, didn't know that. That was really no, it was really good. And uh, I was very very lucky because uh, I had Mark Seaver as my my manager. He's, it was actually at the time he was. Uh, captain of the team mm. and I um, saw a, a light there which was a little bit more than a captain and uh, made him manager and uh, he played he stayed as a player manager for about uh, oh I don't know three or four months and then realized it was a big job and okay. uh, stepped down as stopped playing and uh, went on as captain and we won the Ryman League and it was the first time in the club's history that uh, we got that far so I'm very proud of that there's a lot of people involved uh, the previous chairman Joe Brown, it supported me fantastically, as mm. did all the committee. They were really, really great. And, yeah, it was a great time. really was good. Yeah. And then as far as Belmont Panthers is concerned, that brings us a bit more up to date. Yeah. I'm not involved um, on a day-to-day level with the football club anymore, although I do the, the PA announcing down there. So I'm still involved, know everyone down the club, <clears throat> and uh, still enjoying it. Mm. And during lockdown, I had a couple of phone calls, and more than a couple of phone calls, to be honest, a lot of them down there call me Rousey. Obviously, you know what it's like in football. They get hold of a, a surname and turn it into a nickname, yes. don't they? Yes. So it was a case of Rousey. What's going on at the football club? We're missing it. Because, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, just a minute. That's right. Because <laughs> we're in lockdown and everybody was uh, moaning about not knowing what was going on. So I spoke to oh, the chairman. People moaning. People yeah, moaning. Yeah, yeah. Football, football supporters <laughs> moaning. You've got it. And yeah. uh, I spoke to the uh, chairman. Steve Clayton and said to Steve, Steve, I've got this idea. I fancy doing a little bit of a podcast about mm. the players and, sorry, um, a YouTube video about the players and mm. what's going on at the club. First one I interviewed was the manager, um, Lloyd Blackman, and spoke to Lloyd. And then Lloyd said, we'll do some of the players. So I did some of the players and I did some supporters. 
And that sort of run its course. But lockdown continued. And I thought, well, the trouble with doing a YouTube video is there's a lot of editing. Yeah. Because every time you get a cough or something, sometimes it's great. It looks really good because the two speakers don't over-talk each other and it really flows. Other times there's a lot of work involved. And my son was doing all that. So rather than put the onus on him, I thought I'll have a go at a podcast. And as you yeah. know yourself, it's easier to edit just the audio. So that's yeah. why I got into the podcast. And we've done, I think this week is going to be 82. So we've done 82. I was going to say, yeah, you're up to 82 now, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Really gone well. And the premise of it is anybody that's played football in Kent or surrounding that's even had a passing interest in, in football it, in which the, it, it doesn't matter because it's a bit like Hastings. <clears throat> now, I was talking to our new incumbent manager uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I threw the example of him, what happens on a Saturday when you're a manager? And I said, let me give you the example of a one that's going to be a bit of a way to travel to. Take Hastings as an example. Mm. And he said to me, go, oh, you pick one there, Tony. And he said, uh, right, OK, my day on a Saturday would normally start about half past 10, 11 o'clock, I'd get down to the ground because at the time he was um, involved with um, Thamesmead and VCD and he was talking retrospectively. Mm. And he said, um, I would get down there and I would sort out all the balls and the shirts and everything else. He said, because I used to do all that as well. I wasn't mm. just the manager. And he said, then I'd load my car up and then I'd get my assistant come round and we all, all go off to go. He said, I'd probably leave um, where I lived probably about half 11, 11 quarter past 11, half 11. Mm. Because you know yourself, getting down to you and then the, conversely you getting down to us can be a bit of a trial sometimes. A little it? bit of a mission, yeah. A little a mission, <laughs> I like that. You're, you're on a mission to a football match. Yeah, yeah. Great one. Um, yeah and he said, uh, yeah, so that's how my day starts and it doesn't stop. Obviously, after the game, I chat to the players, we talk about training the coming week. He said, I'm lucky if I get home 11, 12 o'clock at night and the game's finished at five o'clock you know mm. he said it's it's just a crazy world but you know this chris mm. once you get hooked you get hooked see it. can i throw something back at you yeah go on then how long have you been involved in hastings well I, obviously i'm only a fan all right, that's all good. i am all i that's am good. just a, a wally with a hat on a wally um with a hat. used to, i used to west london i used to live in west london moved up to hastings about 2003 <laughs> yeah because I, I lived next door to QPR, so I used to go home and away QPR back in the day when I before kids and everything, and yeah. even after kids until it just become too expensive. So I'd go semi regular watching Hastings once I moved down, mm-hmm. but I'd fell out I, I, because I don't know if you know anything about QPR, but um, they got they got taken over by yeah. uh, Bernie Eccleston and Flavio Briatore, and they were turned into what was known as a boutique club. Yeah, that's what they referred to them as. Yeah. And it, 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 I just lost my love for football because it was all very, it's all about marketing. It was all about money and, and the, the, the closeness with the players and, and the, you know, that the actual feel of this being part of the community just completely had gone at QPR, you know. And so it, I'd lost love with football. So I'd occasionally go up to Hastings, maybe. I'd say three or four times a season for ages. I just was just not, I just didn't love it anymore. I just, mm-hmm. and then Chris, our, our current manager, Chris Agata come in 
and literally just turned it all around. I mean, it just, it wasn't just about winning. Okay. It was, it, it wasn't that it was, you know, with the, when I went before and some, sometimes Hastings were winning, sometimes Hastings were losing, even that great cup run we had, it, you were, they weren't inspired to go, but they, they were, the, the, the football we started playing under Chris Agata just, just it doesn't mean we won. I mean, we weren't, we weren't winning games to begin with, but it was just, it was such a turnaround and it just made me love football again. And it just, and particularly, you know, I may cut a bit of this out, but particularly, you know, over the old Brexit and everything like that, yeah, yes. yeah. A very divisive thing. And it was really great to go to something where there was a complete mix of people I and not, not everyone was calling each other a fascist and a this yeah. and a this. And, yeah. and it was just, uh, it was, it was, um, it was just, it was such a wonderful environment to be in and the football was good. Yeah. So, uh, that got me back in. As for the podcast, very similar to you. I started this September last year just to keep keep in contact with the fans. Like we've got a lot of older fans that I've had on the podcast, and it was also that sense of history. There's yes. so much, so much history that it's just not. You know, everyone relies on the bloody internet. It, the, 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 there's so much verbal history that's out I there. I agree. It's not up to how many you've done because I did take a break because we had another kid. My wife, I proposed to her at Whitstable. Oh, wow. I did, yeah. Um, what a lovely area, Whitstable. Quite funny. Um, it, was, it was around sort of 10, 11 at night. We'd, we'd had a lovely meal. You know, I was trying to set the whole thing up to present. Which, when should I get down on one knee? So I thought, you know what? I've got this diamond ring. Uh, I'll go down to the beach and the reflection of the moon, she'll see it and all that. And anyway... It was, but basically, it was pitch black. So what I was doing, she's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and I'm like, "And I'm like, oh bloody hell!" You know, because like, you couldn't even see it. Yeah. Couldn't even see the ring. If I'd have, if I'd have dropped it, I wouldn't have known where it was. I was just, I, I thought you were building up to that because it's a pebble beach and you've yeah. never found it. Yeah, no. Luckily enough, I didn't drop it, and luckily she said yes. And it, you know, it's it's good fun. I mean, I'm looking forward. To, I know my wife's going to come with me, but I'm really looking forward to going to the away game. Obviously, you're yeah. uh, I'm coming to Whitstable. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Um, well, you'll find me because I'm the man on the mic. So just yeah, sort me out. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find me when you come down. Now then, this game we're, yeah. we're coming to you is on Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday. It night? certainly is. Yeah. Now. You know about our new managers just arrived, don't you? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that because obviously yeah, let's, Lloyd... Let's lead on to that. Yeah, yeah. So um, Lloyd Blackman moved on and he'd been yeah. at your lads... Please uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it about three or four seasons he's been yeah, at your... Yeah, just three seasons, but it's been truncated because of COVID. So it's very oh. difficult for him. Very awkward. But let's just say a word about Lloyd before we move on to the yeah. new manager. What a lovely guy. I tell you what, nobody at the football club's got a bad word to say about him. And you know, you, you, you read these things and they say, oh, he was not pushed. There was no pressure from the board or all that. Mm. That is absolutely true. We've only we've played five games. We've got one point. But there was no pressure on him. A lot of the games we've lost by the odd goal or yeah. we've played very, very well and hit the post, hit the crossbar. And, you know, you, you, you're smiling because you've seen those sort of yeah, games yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just not going your way. Just not going your way. No, that's right. And it all just got a bit too much for him. So he's decided to step away from football completely. So he's gone away. And I, I'm, I'm, proud, I'm very pleased to say that it's an old mate of mine. I say a mate of mine in the sparring sense because... We used to beat him up. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you used to no, beat him boxing. In the, in the, in the, 
in the football sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was manager of uh, Thamesmead for 11 years. Oh, and VCD. Yeah, VC, yeah, I VCD, do remember him at VCD. Yeah. VCD for five years. So he's a, a very loyal man. And he took um, Thamesmead from the lower reaches of the Kent League to the Isthmian Premier League. Mm. So he knows his football. Knows his and we've come up against him. Tell you the sort of thing he, he, he does. Yeah. We, we went to uh, Thamesmead when we won the Kent League. Sorry, yeah, we yeah. won the Kent League to get promotion. Mm. And we hadn't actually won it that day. But we couldn't get beaten. And his, he, uh, he formed a guard of honour for us to take to the pitch. Now, I mean, that shows class. Nice touch. Yeah, nice, nice touch. Nice touch. Yeah, mm. nice touch. I mean, actually, on the day, I think we drew. But, you know, irrelevant. We, we were literally there anyway. And, uh, yes, it's, he's a good guy. He's a gentleman. He's not one of those who stands on the touchline yelling and swearing and all the rest of it. He's a, he's, mm. You're like him. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of your manager, though, I mean, what, yeah. what hopes? What 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 what's your hopes? I know, obviously, you haven't started fantastic, and as you say, a yeah. little bit unlucky. You know, the the bounce of the ball hasn't gone your way for the first no, yeah, five right. games. What I mean, would you? Are you looking at playoffs, mid table? What are we looking at? Uh, let's be honest. Staying in the league. Yeah. Now you, okay. you know uh, you're probably aware that this this season now it's three go down. So you know you're looking at. At the end of the season, it's going to be squeaky bum time. So, well, hopefully you know, not for your boys. Hopefully, well, not. let's hope so. Yes, but you know, I agree entirely. Mm. So, I'm hoping that this, um, because you've heard about the manager's bounce back, haven't you? The yeah. new manager bounce back. Well, hopefully, not straight in. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. stand by Tuesday. Stand by Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, but so you know what it's like. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's he's obviously he's only got. It was announced last night. So he's only got now, between now and Tuesday, to perhaps bring in a couple of new faces because he's got so many contacts. I mean, he, he does a radio show that's been going for about three or four years. It's oh, called does he? The, yeah, the K&D Repost Show. And it focuses... Oh, is he on? Oh, OK. That's yeah, Keith. of course it is. Oh, of course it is. Oh, bloody Yeah. Man. Yeah, that's Keith. So he's a celebrity. He's a celebrity oh, as well, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know about a celebrity. He's a good guy. But he's yeah. got all the contacts. Although he's not been in football, you know, like managing for about three years, mm. he's got all the contacts. So you can bet your life he's been on the, he'll be on the phone. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see one or maybe two new faces around the club come Tuesday night. And the good thing as well, we've got um, a good use set up there and a good academy. So... We've lately, last two or three games, we've been playing a few of the younger lads. They've done really, really well. So, mm. yeah, I, th- I think I think going forward, the team's going to be a blend of youth with a bit of experience, which I think every team needs at our level. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, from a point of view of the us Hastings fans, when 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 we come to the game on Tuesday, I mean, who who in the Whitstable lineup are we going to be really impressed with? Like, we're going to uh, enjoy watching. If he's available, there's a young kid um, who plays centre midfield, um, George McElroy, okay. and he's a he's a he's a good prospect. He's really good. He's calm. He knows his football. He, although he's only 17, I tell you what, he's uh, he's a good lad. Mm. And there's two or three of them there. You know, I don't know who will feature, so it's a bit pointless me yeah, yeah, yeah. eulogising about players that I don't even know are going to be on in the team. Um, you know, standout players for us at the moment. We've got um, a great goalkeeper in um, Dan Eason. Absolutely fantastic. Jake McKenzie, uh, 
left or right back quality players. And there's a few, you know, a few older heads in the side, not older heads in age wise, but older heads in game wise. Yeah. Who, who, you know, you, you think, oh yeah, I can rely on. De- a decent spine, a decent, decent spine, spine. To t- yeah, yeah, yeah. What about yourself, Chris? Who have you got that? Uh, oh, well, you know, we got eleven superstars, mate. Out. We got 11, yeah. 11 superstars. There we go. <laughs> no, I mean, um, uh, unfortunately, Ben Pope, who's our our centre centre forward, he's yeah. he's suspended. He got sent off um, harshly in the FA Cup win we had um, on uh, Saturday. That's always uh, a blow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, we got players. Um, we got. Um, Aziz on the wing. We've got. Uh, is, he the, is he the little short guy? That's been with yeah. two or three years. Yeah, he, he he was with us. He left last year, and he's now yeah. come back again. And he's, he's just got coming wings. He's got wings on his feet, isn't he? He, he certainly has. He's quick, isn't he? No, he's he's a good a good 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 right sided uh, winger. One of our best prospects is a, a lad called Tom Chalmers, who's yeah. um he's he's going places. He's so he's a midfield player, calm on the ball. Oh, just just way ahead of his time you know just yeah. someone you know that is playing like someone who's been in the league for f- four or five years and he's 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 he, he won't stay with us that long he's, he's no, I know. He, 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 unless we start going up which i bloody hope we do uh, <laughs> and i'm sure we do actually yeah. but like um he's one going places We've got um ryan worrell who's the gentleman just to the ro- to the left of my head that fella there oh, yeah, yeah 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 very lovely Lovely crafty. It reminds me a little bit of like Ray Wilkins. All right. You know, yeah. like just pinging passes and all that. I see he's got the three on his back. Is that where he plays? But he, I mean, he's been out. He's back in again. I'm not sure. I think he will have take the number three back, but I'm, I don't know what, what number no, it'll be. No, and he's yeah. cut his hair, which I've told him off about. <laughs> um, lovely locks there. Well, um, it looks like he could do with an Alice band, to be honest. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we've got oh, obviously Kenny Pogue. Kenny Pogue yeah. scored for us on the, in the cup uh, on Saturday. Great little goal. He's your old school centre forward that's going to be all over your centre halves. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give too many away. You know what I mean? This no, no, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, no, no, no. Honestly, it should be a good game. Um, Who's on the bench? Who's on the bench? Is the tea lady on the bench? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you're it's, always going to keep your powder dry and keep someone back that you're not going to mention. I mean, I must admit, the atmosphere down at Hastings, um, what's the name of your ground? Has it got uh, a name? Pilot Field. Pilot Field. Pilot Field. You know, the atmosphere down at Pilot Field is, is always first class. It's really good because um, you've got that massive big stand there and that does focus the noise, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a great place to watch. I mean, it's, it's getting on a bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful, I mean, because we've gone around all these grounds, us fans, and we're very lucky to have the pilot field um, compared to some of these places that are just, that, they're, yeah, they're just, you know. I know, I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to say too much. <laughs> but the uh, I'll be getting hate mail. But um, <laughs> do, do you do the podcast with anyone else? Is it just yourself doing it? No, I normally do it just with myself. Yeah. Um, the uh, the premise that I work on is when I interview someone, I never go on Google and Google all about them because the way I look at doing the podcast is like us meeting today. We've yeah. met and we've got, you know, we, we've sort of worked away with each other what we want to do, where we're going to go, yeah. what we're going to say. And what I do is I ask them one question and one question only. Doesn't matter how old they are, whether they're 17 or they're, 57 or 67 yeah when did, when did you first get involved in football what was your first love 
And invariably it starts at school days or kicking a ball in the garden with my brother. And then, well, from there, did you play for the school team? Oh, yeah, I played for the school team. And then I went this and then I did that and then I did that. And it's just a journey. And that's what I always tell people. It's your football journey. And the best thing about it is the feedback I get from different people. And it will be something like this. You'll get a guy who's probably in his 40s, mid-40s, maybe 55 even. And all of a sudden, their family find out about what he did when he was 20 because they don't talk about it now. Mm. You know, if you you now, you you know, you've married into a family, you know, your wife's. Now, you don't know. Second wife. Second wife now. All right. Second wife. Second wife. Five kids. Five kids. Good yeah. God. Grey hair. Grey hair under there. Grey hair. You're only about 12. <laughs> second wife and five kids. <laughs> I did, but four, nearly 47, mate. Oh, well, good for you. We've, we've get to the stage where in the journey when we're talking about things and they turn around and say to me, Tony, thanks for doing that. I was a bit dubious about doing it, but I'm so pleased I did because my sister-in-law didn't know that I played football didn't know that I went there and didn't know that I did this and she certainly didn't know that I was in the FA Cup and Mm. I did this and I scored these goals and all the rest of it so it's an eye-opener because once you start talking it's a bit like us talking now your your memory comes back you start talking about different things don't you well it's yeah it's getting the juices flowing isn't it once you've got that initial juices flowing and then you can really kind of go back and forth and get something out of the interview. I mean, yeah. you know, there has been some times where I've done it and it's just like the person just doesn't want to talk and you think, well, why the bloody hell did you agree to come on? But <laughs> oh, no. you can't help other people, can no, you? I mean, you, can't, that, you can't, No, but um, Definitely not. Well, I'd love to talk to you before we play you in the, um, uh, the, the obviously concur, concurring fixture, obviously. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, the re- the re- yeah, what do they call it? Not the opposite when it's well, oh. anyway when you come to us. Yeah, when we yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine. Okay, well then we'll have uh, a reference point of the game on Tuesday night to to mull over, won't we? Yeah. So one of us will be happier than the other, no doubt. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, you wait and see. <laughs> yeah, you can give me grief. You can give me grief when you see me next. Yeah, we got the, the bounce. We got the bounce match manager, don't you? We got that thing. You never know. He was that was uh, Ian Dowie. I always remember Ian yeah. Dowie, right? He was at QPR. And yeah. he, he, he was he, he said it goes, it's all about bounce back ability. You're he right. Was, he was the one that coined he, that phrase. He did say that. That's very, very true. And yeah. there's a couple of other managers that have come in mm. and they've done they've had that two or three week honeymoon period where all of a sudden they've gone from like almost zero points and they've got yeah. 14 points in the bag before you know where you are, you know. It's crazy. Mm. And the same players all of a sudden respond, don't they? You know. I I mean, people, you, isn't it? It's people. People, it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah I people. I mean, you've just highlighted your manager, your new manager, not new manager, but no, your manager now. Agatha. Agatha. English Jose. Yeah, English, English Jose. English Jose. In, in Aggie we trust. In Aggie, in Aggie we trust. In Aggie we trust. Yeah. See, Chris Agatha, so top man. So, so he's come into the club when you, by your own admission earlier on, when you're talking about it, you weren't really in love with football. You didn't, no, you yeah. only went down there two or three times a year. All of yeah. a sudden, I bet you don't miss a home game now, do you? I'll try not to. I do get a lot of grief when I miss an away game. So, uh, yeah, I've got lots. Of, yeah. Well, you, wouldn't, you, you don't listen to the podcast, but we do a round table. All, all the right. fans. I'll, I will listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, well, yeah. It's, uh, you might lose a few brain cells, but the, uh, <laughs> it's my, my, usually mindless banter. There's usually, there's some good nuggets in there. It's a great bunch of people to be around. Simple good. as that. All right. But I look, look forward to seeing you on Tuesday night. 
yes uh and you'll be you definitely will be there tony so uh, i will be there tony absolute pleasure mate and um it's been for me as well absolutely and um so the uh belmont banter it's a lovely name that's just very good name there well that's yeah i'm sorry mate yours is sussex by the sea or something yeah sussex by the sea podcast yeah now, how the it's Bel- an old Belmont. song, old song. Have you ever heard the song? Yeah, Sussex I have Bel- heard the yeah, song, yeah. yeah. But I must be honest, when I saw it, it didn't relate to me to football um, because I thought it was, well, it's a lovely one, Sussex by the Sea. I mean, it's mm. nice by the sea, isn't it? Lovely. Uh, it certainly but, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I will give it a look. Yeah, yeah, just no abusive comments, please, Tony. <laughs> I know, I know. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get that from me. You wouldn't get that from me. No, no. Um, uh, yeah, go on, sir. No, I was just going to say, on, uh, I'll see you on Tuesday night and I'll buy you a pint. And I might, I might even buy you a pint as well, Tony. Well, let's see who gets to the bar first. Yeah, I'll race you. <laughs> well, look, Tony. That, yeah, yeah, go, go on, on, Tony. No, no, you finish off. It's your show. Go on. No, no, no go, on, go on, Tony. Yeah, just this say, is Tony, classic, <laughs> a classic podcast host. He's all over this. Go on, yeah, go on Tony. Say, and your last words, Tony. It's only going to be one pint because I'm driving. That's no, all no, fair enough. Say. All right, then. Look, Tony, pleasure. Take care and all the best to Whitstable. Maybe other than Tuesday, all the best for the, for your side. Likewise to you, Chris. <laughs> I wish you, going forward, every success in every single game you play this season, except for two. That's <laughs> the one on Tuesday night and then the re- reply against us yeah. as well. <laughs> Thank anyway, you, mate. take care, mate. Have a great Thanks. afternoon. Take care. Thank you for this. I've enjoyed it. Well done. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye. You say you need a plumber. You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world. Well, it's not a monster. It's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the southeast, even Whitehawk. Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571. That's 07793 125 571. You won't be sorry. And now over to Hastings' Motti, Rice Eagle. In the ever-changing conditions of Surrey, Hastings United women moved to one game away from the first round proper of the Vitality Women's FA Cup with a 2-1 victory away at Islington Borough. Having fallen on my backside retrieving a stray ball during the warm-up, I knew the players were going to have it difficult with those conditions. But they made a very good start and just nine minutes in took the lead. Molly Hill with a strike that has since been retweeted and praised by the official FA Cup account. Picking the ball up from distance, she saw the goalkeeper up her line and the rest, as they say, is history. A lovely strike that put the use one up. Islington, however, were in no mood to back down. They responded well and after having a few chances, eventually got an equaliser. Just four minutes after the goal... An effort was saved by Blair Hamilton, but the rebound was just tucked in with a lack of used cover there to defend it. And suddenly the game changed. In what seemed to be a game that could be going the used way, it almost seemed to be going Islington's way. And that imbalance of power meant that the scores just stayed level. Both sides had chances, but chances that went begging. It all got feisty just before half-time, however, when Nicole Baytop was shoved to the ground, but the referee saw nothing wrong with it. And Georgia Tibble then came in for the ball. Tibble came in late, however, and took out the opponent. Cue lots of effing and jeffing and people being pulled back. Despite the offences being of similar calibre, Tibble was shown a straight red card. 
whilst the Islington Borough player was shown a yellow, which meant just before half-time the U's now had to face the second half a player down, and not just any player, Georgia Tibble. At half-time, Billy Wood made two changes. He brought on Megan Critchfield into the midfield, and Rosie Muggeridge, who was returning from injury after a spell on the sidelines. And immediately, you were able to see the impact they had. It didn't look like the U's were playing with 10 players. Critchfield slowed the game down and controlled the midfield, whilst Muggeridge at the back showed why the club had missed her so much. All this mentality and good work paid off soon after, when Molly Hill got a run through the middle and absolutely walloped a strike into the back of the net beyond the goalkeeper. They might have been a player down, but the U's were certainly not down in spirit. That was it, really. After the goal, it reverted to the usual system, as it happens in any game, of the team that scored sitting back a little more, and Islington Borough putting futile balls into the box. They didn't have enough, no, to beat a fantastic Hughes defence, and Blair Hamilton, who on the day was more of a sweeper than a keeper, coming out to make plenty of clearances to save her and the team. So that's how it finished, 2-1. The Hughes have been drawn away, as every Hastings team seems to be drawn in these competitions, to Bromley women in the next round. The winner, of course, gets a spot in the first round proper, which would be an incredible achievement for a side that hasn't even existed for two years. And now over to the infamous fan round table. And it's certainly a happy one this week. Thanks to Adam, Daryl, Liz and Robbie for making it happen. Sorry about this, guys. I don't know why this is all going on today. Could it be? Could we blame Russia? Yeah, why not? Right, Mr. Smith. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thank fuck for that. What was going on there then? It said the host as um, only like you have to unmute me rather than me unmute myself. I couldn't start video. I couldn't unmute. How I'm just that? listening. To- I don't know, I'm just listening to you chat politics, bollocks. <laughs> and I can't even argue back. That's got to stay in. That's got to stay in, that has. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Smith, it's not bollocks. It's common sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only common sense... Of politics. <laughs> <laughs> the only common sense is three o'clock on a Saturday. Damn right. Sticky Bob's turn up. Go on then. Right, go on. Uh, go on. Uh, Get uh, it all uh, out of your systems. I'll uh, uh, pitch and Robbie, you hit him out the park, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, well. just remember this next time Robbie wants a lift to a game or anything. There's <laughs> no point you got you'll be going, Daryl, so no one asking you. <laughs> <laughs> I will remember that. Right. We are joined today by the lovely Daryl. I think Liz is there. Is Liz there? I am. I'm just stopping uh, my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't, ask we won't ask him what. Uh, the lovely Robbie and, of course, Mr. Smith. Adam Good Smith. evening. Good evening. Good evening, all right. Well, we uh, this is a very happy occasion. Um, let's start first on that absolute magnificent FA Cup win at Chippenham. Yeah, go on, Robbo. I mean, how fair starving is possibly the perfect away day. We let, I left George's, obviously, around quarter seven in the morning. Obviously, long journey up. Absolutely worth it. But the horrendous weather. 
downpour. I think he drowned. It was that wet. But when the game started, what a game. Start off actually badly. Dave Martin and Lloyd Dawes both injured in the warm-up. We think, oh, great. This is going to be a bad start. They're going to they're gonna run riot. Did they, they, they? Not at all. From minute one, we fucking dominated. Every single man was doing their job. If the ball came in the air, Stone, Elphick got rid. If they got passed, Rogers cleaned up. Goldsmith, Black, dominant from the wings, bombing forward when they needed to. Dicko, Adams, had in the middle of the park. Passing, linking up, interception, fantastic. Chalmers, Kenny, Havoc down the wing, into Popey, hold up play, causing Havoc as well. It was just brilliant. Dominant. And I think we did not look like we were two leagues below. We looked we were their level. And it was brilliant. I think the first half was the weather didn't help, very slippery, but we get control, we created chances. They could not handle the long throw. They could not handle the dick. Because <laughs> it, oh, it was coming in harder and harder and further and further. <laughs> so well, it doesn't even need to be an outtakes anymore, does it? Really, that was beautiful, Robbie. Um, so, but, but just, <laughs> have you got any more to add, Robbie? Or I'm going to throw this out to other people. Yeah, but I said that, that was pretty much the first half, and say them. Um, Obviously, we'll, we'll definitely discuss it more. Then, obviously, second half is pretty much the same. With, I think, one of the best goals I've seen live in terms of importance and class. What a fucking moment. I mean, I'm sure we've all seen the video by now. What a rifle from Kenny Pogue, yeah, top corner. Absolutely. What a rifle. And, um, yeah, I mean, the description of the rest of the game is pretty much the same in the first half. But how we saw the game out as well, fantastic. Red card down to 10 men. Could be concerned. We saw it out beautifully. I think, sure, Ads remember this bit. Dicko took two of them to the corner and then won the corner from him. What, oh, what really? play? Oh, oh yeah. sensational. I'll let Ads to his view on it now. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I can add anything to that. It was, that was beautifully described. <laughs> Just, I, I mean, I don't think the video does it justice how much it was raining in that first half and how much the players just coped with it. And we, we just took absolute class. Darryl, oh, yeah, Kevin, uh, Kevin Lee drowned. Ke- oh, that's true. What Did Kev have a buoyancy aid on? Yeah, we needed some because he was in the lowest level in the standing area. And we were generally concerned, Kev, you're right down there. It's going to go a bit deep. <laughs> did, was he left there? Because I haven't heard from him since. He, he almost got moved on for some by some stewards, but then I think they realised he was in a wheelchair and left him alone. <laughs> well, I remember that, yeah, because they came over the whole stewards and porters and went, "Oh, crap, in a wheelchair, bad image, bad image." Move on. <laughs> what, was Kev throwing abuses normal then? Oh yeah, you know what Kev's like. I know, foul, potty mouth. <laughs> He's not well behaved like me. <laughs> Well, talk, let's talk about some of the big points. I mean, uh, the, the Louis Rogers saves. Let's go to that first, because I, I was talking about that with Kenny today. What, what, I mean, how important were they? And, and Well, they're obviously important, but uh, how, how dominant was he? Yeah. Oh, well, there was oh, absolute quality. I mean, there was one in the first half that looked like it was heading top corner from theirs, saved it full stretch, pushed it out for a throw-in. You know, that's how good mm. a save it was. Not just getting out of danger, getting it off the pitch. Oh, and yeah. then, yeah, couple in the second half. 
player, what, eight yards out, something like that. Louis yeah. just there on top of him as soon as he touches it. Like, it's so good knowing they've gotten that behind him. And as I said before, like Elphick and Stone it like bring back. But in a slight chance they still get behind them, they've still got to beat Rogers. And he did not let his defence down. He was out quick. He was both being a shot stopper out of the Neuer sweeper keeper role. Because he was coming out to him quick, blocking them, stopping them. Fantastic. And it's such a relief knowing, oh, yeah, we can give them a chance. Not definitely going to score it. So they've got to create multiple chances. And we didn't let them do that. And Roger, having Rogers, I think, what a player, what a goalkeeper. And I think hopefully he'll be goalkeeper for many years to come. Yeah. And yeah. even with his ball ball at his feet, you can see Elphick Stone pass the ball back to him. Full confidence. He's going to control it, spread the play. Just the, the perfect modern day keeper. Yeah. Agrees. He's too good for our level, to be honest. Well, we're, yeah. we're too good for we're our too, level, Rob. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, we're too good for our level. What, um, and also, I mean, I know you've mentioned the goal, Robbie. I mean, Smithy, I mean, is there anything you want to say about, I mean, I, I obviously only watched it on the highlights, but it just looked like uh, one of those she... ones that as soon as he's it, it's in. He knows it's in. It, it was one of them. And I, I, I think, I think Bob described it beautifully in his match report. He was running the other way to get the ball and just in one movement turns and hits it. And you, you could just see when he hit it, that was going in. But it took ages to go. Is it just me? We're going to take about five years from his foot to the top corner. <laughs> was like, oh, it it's, was going in. it's going in. Slow-mo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I... Slow-mo. That... Have you seen the Twitter drama surrounding it? What, the goal? Yeah. Go on. So on Twitter, some of the um, Chippenham fans are saying that the goal was offside. Funny, I read that. And there oh. fouls leading up to it. <laughs> it came for a throw-in. <laughs> not only that, he was running backwards to get the ball. How can you possibly call that offside? Uh, yeah, he, he, he was on the edge of the area and there was players on the six-yard line. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bit... I, I think they've forgotten how the rules work. But I do think, reading through the Twitter, Chippenham were well disrespectful to us. You yeah. know, they were, oh, they should be beating a team like that. Even there, you listen to their manager's interview after the game. Mm. Yeah, should be beating a team like that. You know, someone, what they put, 99 times out of 100, they beat us. Oh, well, like, there's the on. one. <laughs> that, 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 that is so disrespectful because on the day, it's not as if they played badly. We made them look bad. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, all that matters, Smithy, is that we won. We won the game. They can say whatever they bloody well like. No, I absolutely. Mean, I mean, they've not taken into account they lost five-two to Ebbsfleet a few days beforehand, who we took to penalties last year. Mm. Yeah. Well, we were what a minute away from winning that, weren't we? They got that bloody yeah. equaliser. The last second, devastating. Yeah. Literally. Then the year before that, Weymouth. Um, yeah. Again, two divisions above us. They only just beat us, and all their fans were like, "How are you two divisions below? Like, that's the toughest game we've played all season." Mm. Uh, it's not just a one-off that we're taking on teams two levels above us. It's consistent. Well, and that's to... why I, I think Maidenhead coming up in the next round, they 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 are going to be wary. Oh, uh, without doubt. I mean, to be fair to the Chippenham manager, he did say we deserve to win. He did say we deserve to win. So at least he said that. Yeah, yeah, but he said it in a way that 
we deserve to win because his players played badly and they had injuries. Oh, did yeah. he say injuries as well? Oh, I didn't catch that. Bit. He, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And they had one guy go off to do it like a half time as well, didn't they? Broke his hand or something. Again, while we I mean, poor, poor, poor Ollie Black broke his dick at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Injured celebrating. <laughs> he went so stiff, he just couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> it was so funny. Sorry, Adam tried and up. gave up. Kenny tried and gave up. I can't believe what's being said here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had cramp, that's what I said. Oh, okay, okay. Just, just to confirm that, yeah. Um, right, we're talking about incidents in the game. The Ben Pope sending off harsh. It it did look a little harsh to me, but there wasn't too much complaining. I mean, you guys, what do you think? You were there. I I I got the feeling that just before it, Sammy went down. He sort of slipped, but hurt himself. And I think we we're expecting the ball to be kicked out. So I think when they didn't, Popey was just right. I'm just going to go for a cheeky little foul just to stop the game. Yeah, and I, I think he probably caught him more than he meant to, but I, I think that's a yellow card. Oh well, right. I think the rain made it look worse, didn't it? Because he sort of slipped afterwards and went up a bit higher. Yeah, I mean Kenny's one was worse. Oh yeah, oh. I mean from what I saw <laughs> the match things, I, I thought, oh, he's lucky to still be on the pitch, but he was uh, lucky with the first one and lucky with the one on the edge of the box. I, 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 edge of the box, I don't think he was too uh, like. If, if you've not been booked, you're not getting booked for that. The edge of the box one. I think no. what made him lucky was the fact he had a borderline yellow red card beforehand. That made yeah. him a bit more lucky. But I love the classic Aggie. You know, you got sent off. I'm going to lug you off before you get sent off. <laughs> but I'd say also, on a side note, it's great to see Worrell coming from him, by the way. Great to see him back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, he, no, that's good. I didn't see any on the highlights. I didn't see anything while Worrell on. But when I was interviewing Kenny today, he did say that he, everyone was really glad he was back. And also, he really started laying a few, pinging a few passes about. Was that the case, chaps? And yeah, ladies, he did. By the way. Oh, yeah. He did. He won't, get, he, he won't get much credit because he came on late when we were just controlling the game. It's not glamorous to watch from highlights, but it was actually beautiful to watch because him he carried on for what midfield had been doing all day. Literally just controlling the ball, pass, pass. Can, Ads, can you remember many misplaces passed from us in that game? I barely remember any. No, I, I think the only sort of misplaced was... When we were trying the little chip balls forward and stuff like that, and the ground just it skipped off, it the, off grass. the grass. But other than that, I think no, no, it was perfectly played. When that final whistle blew, what did you got? What were you all up to? Did you know what you were what you were doing with yourselves or what? There was plenty of jumping around with naked men. <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah. There's a theme. There's a theme today here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, naked men. Carry on. Oh, naked man, is that Mikey? Yeah. Step forward, <laughs> naked man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just absolutely just limbs. Limbs are a great word for it. Over celebration. There was about four rounds of appreciation between the fans and players. Some more celebration, some more appreciation, some more celebration, some singing, some more appreciation, some more. It was just like one of those. Just, none of us wanted to stop. I, yeah, I right. don't know how long we're out there celebrating, but by the time we stopped, all the other players and ref had left the pitch a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, all their fans are gone. There was yeah. just us, though, wasn't there? Going mental. With the players still, they loved it. Great. It's also... It's the players. Yeah. Yeah, talking Sorry. of fans, I mean, I mean that, that attendance, I mean, from, from a home team perspective, that's a bit of a disgrace that the, how few turned up at, for the home side 
And obviously, I mean, how many did we take down there? We, d- oh, we had a good hundred. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's an FA Cup game. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I was chatting to their chairman before the game. Oh, right. Yeah. And they, they do really struggle to get fans to go and watch them. I think in their town itself, they've only got about 5,000 people. So it's actually quite a small place. Oh, okay. So they normally expect about five, 600. So for supposedly 340 at an FA Cup game, yeah, I, I think I think it's really poor. I, I guess some of their fans saw the weather, saw it was against a team two leagues below. Didn't oh, you know, we'll watch them in a couple of weeks' time in the next round. Oh dear! No, you bloody <laughs> won't. You can travel to Maidenhead and watch Hastings. Damn right. Oh, brilliant! I mean, I was to show I show my I couldn't make it. Uh, but it oh, does, you're, you're, does you're marvelous. No, I wasn't oh, there. You've already we, we didn't many see times. It. Many times. I mean, the scenes, the scenes look fantastic. So um, uh, we, we we had a few VIPs behind the goal. Us, Billy was there. Pat was there. Peter Sherlock was behind the goal, getting involved. Excellent. I mean, love you know from from us humble fans to people at top of the club, all together as one. Oh, and it was a proper all together celebration. They were getting right by the celebration. Everything it was a. Yeah, proper moment. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. I mean, uh, magic of the FA Cup. It certainly is. Going from that, we can. We uh, got the. Did anyone go to the women's game against Island? Unfortunately, I was still. I was travelling back, so we went back on a Sunday. Yeah, we haven't got anyone here. He's, we went to that game, do we? Or Sadly, we I was in no fit state to go to that. <laughs> As well. Yeah. <laughs> so. No disrespect to the women's team. I don't. I. I. It's a great result, and and the goals on. I mean, we've seen the goals on Twitter. There's some cracking little efforts. Oh, there. there's a couple of rockets from Molly. <laughs> Excellent. They did it with ten players as well, didn't they? Because they went. We went. We went down to ten, and then um, it was the theme was... of the weekend, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to try and get Molly on the podcast one day. A rocket and a red card. Yeah. yeah, no, it looked good. And I was following the Twitter that Rye was doing and, you know, we, we did seem like we controlled it. Other than them getting back into the game, I think pretty much straight away after our first goal. Yeah. I think reading all the reports, it was it was pretty controlled. I just saw one one image from Twitter, which was, uh, it looked like Rye with a big brown stain down one side of his body. Is, is, is anyone fill me in on that? I'm I'm hoping he slipped over whilst kicking a ball or he got really scared when they scored a goal. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Ashford? We've got Ashford coming up on Saturday. Unless uh, it's allowed again. Hey! Darren, Darren, <laughs> Burnie, Darren Burnie has offered to send them some jerry cans of fuel, so I think <laughs> Yeah, that should be a tasty game, that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, we're, we're welcome them with open arms and then we'll remind them when they didn't come. Yeah. My, my one concern is, after playing so long against a bigger opposition, can we maintain that level against a lower opposition or um, will we switch off like, oh, we're definitely going to beat them? I think it'll be no, a good I, test of the mental character of this team. I reckon they're going to be so hungry for it because obviously they want to keep winning. They love winning. And yeah. they're, they're having in their mind that we should have played them a couple of weeks ago. No, nah, they, they want to slaughter them. Yeah. Well, when I talk to Kenny today, I reassure you lot, they're up for it. Yes. Yeah, so... Uh, Good. And, 
yeah, Kenny was bloody. Yeah, it's Kenny. It's Kenny in it. I mean, Kenny's yeah. Kenny. He's just. Well, Kenny. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, our last FA Cup run, but Wackman third round. Obviously, I wasn't an avid follower of them, so only the casual observer. But we weren't up as rough as the league as we were for the FA Cup that season. We got relegated because of it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's a little past paranoia. But I said this team is different, different nature. As I said well, before, we... the character is fantastic. Well, we, yeah, we don't I mean... play league games anymore, do we? We just play <laughs> <that's true. laughs> every week. <laughs> It is bizarre going back to that, though, because I remember going to that game, the game after the great victory against uh, Arrogate, yeah? And it just being a completely different atmosphere. And I cannot imagine that now. I cannot imagine right where we are now. I mean, this is such a fantastic place to be in. and I mean, we need to keep savouring this because it won't always be this way. But, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, oh, it's just, it's just what a time to be a fan. What a time to be a fan. What a time yeah. to be there and enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, some of us. Yeah, yeah, you needed to get out of here. Fucking bastard. That was actually, that was actually unintentional. That was actually that unintentional. Was it. Yeah, lies. That, was it. <laughs> that You are fake news, in the words of Donald Trump, Robbie. Right. Uh, Donald Trump tastings United. Exactly. He might take over. Listen, uh, guys, anything else you want to... Any, Memories you want to say from the game, otherwise, we'll leave it there and leave it for this week for the round table. Just what a day! It's one of those classic days. It, I know we wind you up a little bit, but generally, in a couple of years' time, we'll be like discussing, Oh, do you remember chipping away? Sort of thing. It was yeah. that sort of day, yeah. And you make me cry, yeah. It remind me, and just say, Yeah, you weren't there, yeah. Go on. But when, when we were in the FA Cup, I'm gonna get a tattoo down my arm, all the fixtures, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it, the, the funny thing was, it was raining that hard in the first half. We were all absolutely drenched through. Mm. I was trying to tweet what was going on, and the rain was actually typing the words on my phone. Every time <laughs> I was trying to type, it was pushing buttons and all sorts. I couldn't do it. And I'm like, I've got to tweet to these people that can't can't make it. Yeah. But then, you know, hour later, all forgotten. Yeah. It, 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 it could have been monsoons and we wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Nah. Well, well, and on that note, uh, Liz, Daryl, Robbie, Adam, thanks so much for coming on. And you went a little thank bit you, easy. You went easy. Yeah, thank on you me. I was expecting a lot more worse than this, but uh, I shall see you all on Saturday. For the Are you Astros. sure, mate? Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Hashtag see you at the game. Ha- thank you. Ha- and hashtag you bother turning up. Ha- hashtag in Aggie, we trust. We can all agree on that, can't we? We can. All right, guys, you take care, yeah? Sure, you too, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. That's it for another week, Use fans, and it's been a good one. As I say every week, if you want to come on the weekly roundtables, have any feedback, good or bad, the email is hufcpod at gmail.com or the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. We've got a YouTube channel with loads of content. Please, please check it out. Give it a like or a comment and definitely please subscribe. All that's left me to say is I've been your host Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game in Aggie We Trust. <laughs>